0: Hey everybody and welcome to Growth Week. My name is Justin Duro. I'm the lead pastor here at Word of Truth Ministry and unfortunately this week Robin, my co-host, is not in the studio with me. Oh, I know you all miss her. I miss her too. Uh, she's usually the one who does all the intros and she greets you all with this Growth Week. Yeah, I really cannot imitate that. But anyway, Technically, I too am not in the studio right now. I'm currently on holiday with my wife. We are taking a vacation in the Drakensberg, arguably the most beautiful place in South Africa. Uh, Well, it is our favorite place and uh, we love from time to time just getting there and just being alone in the mountains. So I'm sure I will be talking about it when I get back to the office. Until then, let's focus on what I need to do today. I decided I'm, I'm just going to jump on to acknowledge all our Faithful Growth Week followers. I know there are some of you that tune in from all over the world and you are in the habit of listening every first week of the month, rather every first Monday of the month, you you are looking for some growth content and we have become that place where you can tune in and be challenged or inspired to grow. So uh, I took a moment to reflect on our journey since July last year. That's when we started the very first episode of Growth Week. And um, I was really amazed by the impact that this podcast has already made on many of you out there. We have received comments. There are people that write f- to us directly that somehow know us or maybe through social media, just telling us how they have been blessed by this content. So that was just really a good moment for me to reflect, to look back. And I just realized that uh, we have this rich privilege of walking with you, of partnering with you on your growth journey. There's nothing that satisfies me more than to see people becoming better, growing into all that God has called them to be. That is ultimately the reason why we started sharing this content with you. So to date, we have released 55 brand new episodes and uh, we have over 2,300 downloads. That's that's pretty good for our standards. I know there are many with millions and millions of downloads out there, but for our standards, this is really good because when we started uh, producing this content, it was initially designed for the eight people who were in our office. Then we decided maybe let's just share it with our church and maybe share it with other people there and now we can see the the impact this is having uh, in people that are even in in, in nations that we didn't even dream of. So a lot has changed since uh, when we started doing the podcast around the table that some of the eight people have left and we are currently going through changes. I think it was last month that we were talking about innovation and we're still innovating. We are still changing things. Uh, We're not even sure how, what the future looks like for us here in the office, but we are super excited excited because our commitment to growth remains the same. And no matter what happens, we want to say to you that we always are committed to growing and we will do our best to journey with those that want to journey with us as they grow. So since we are not in the office and we were not able to record the fresh content for you, I decided that I would go back into the archives and share with you five of our best episodes. And this is based on number of downloads each episode has so starting with the highest to the lowest we're going to give you five of our best well it's actually not our best it's your best because you are the people that are listening based on your downloads we are just going to give you the uh, most listened to podcasts so far and we're going to give you five of them starting with the highest I also decided that I'm not going to share the titles up front because I want you to tune in as always, on a daily basis to, to learn and to grow. Allow this content, even though it's coming from the archives, allow it to challenge you because maybe there's something that you overlooked when you listened to it uh, that you may find applicable in your situation right now. And for most of us, just a good recap is going to do us good. So please be faithful. Listen to them every single day as you would always do. And without further ado, I'm going to give you the first of our top five episodes. Enjoy.
1: Hey everybody and welcome to the new episode of Growth Week. We are so excited to share today's topic with you, which I must say is not a very easy one. It's going to be challenging, but it is so necessary if you are serious about growing. And so today's topic is all about morning routines. Okay, so when Pastor J introduced Um, this topic to us in the office, there was almost like a collective sigh and oh no from some of the people sitting around the table. And he challenged us. So we started going around the table, each sharing what makes up our morning routine. And something that we realized was that a few people around the table didn't really have one. And so it was it was a, a moment of like, okay, if you want to be serious about growth, then you need to be serious about a morning routine. But now I think, what a lot of people say is, but hey, I'm not a morning person. I'm a night owl or whatever. That is, I think, one of the excuses you hear the most when it comes to establishing a morning routine. So Pastor J, what would you say to that person who says like, hey, I'm not a morning person?
0: If you really wanted to grow and you knew that the best way to do it was to develop a morning routine, it's a matter of discipline. And I think that's when the the, the conversation got thicker. So, yeah, I I would say to you guys, it's all about discipline, whether you are a morning person. I think my wife tends to say I'm a morning person and uh, she's not a morning person. I understand where people are coming from. But the reality is if you're serious about growth, you need to create a routine. And most successful people in the world and in churches are saying that their success is credited to a handful of things they do. In the morning.
1: Mm. And you know, Pastor Jay, I think I, you've heard me say this and I've made jokes about this a lot before, but I have always been that person that says I'm not a morning person. Mm. I am very zombie like in the mornings when I get up. And so this was really challenging for me. And you know, when you just um, revealed, that thing about, you know, so many successful people and leaders and whatever have cultivated a morning routine that is so important, that really challenged me because it made me think, hey, am I going to just be comfortable and with with myself saying I'm not a morning person for the rest of my life or am I going to actually take ownership of this and grow and be like, hey, this is something that I have to establish in my life so that I can become the best version of me possible, the best leader, the best friend, the best whatever. However, I think there was a statement that you made about um, how to start a morning routine. And you said that it was all about taking ownership of your deepest, innermost being. And I think that that is so true because, you know, to have the willpower (laughs) to get up at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m., whatever time you want to be getting up, to, to stop making excuses for not doing it. Because I think I would always be like... Oh, but you know, I go to bed so late. And so, um, I do the things that I need to do in the evening so that I can sleep late in the morning and all that kind of stuff. And so there's so many excuses that you can use. You can say, Hey, um, I just had a really draining day the day before. And so I need extra sleep or I'm not feeling good physically or whatever, you know, there can always be an excuse for those things. And so it's really important for us to not only take ownership of our deepest innermost being, but to take ownership of like ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, and just be disciplined and push through and just start doing something.
0: Yeah, I remember saying around the table to a few people, the problem is we're not disciplined at night. Most people are having late nights. You play a game, you watch television, you do all sorts of things until the wee hours of the morning. Certainly, you're not going to be up on time. You're not going to be up early. Uh, So if you want to be a morning person or if you're serious about developing a morning routine, you need to be more disciplined about your time at night. And that's where the change begins.
1: Yeah, and I think it all comes down to priorities. What is important to you? Because if you are serious about growing and if you are serious just about living your best life, I think you need to realize that, hey, watching series until 2 a.m. is not gonna benefit you in the long run. And so rather go to bed at 10 and wake up early and do something productive and something that's actually gonna grow you and help you become better than to sit and watch movies or I don't know, like whatever it is, you know, fill in the gap for what whatever people use as an excuse to go to bed really late.
0: So Robin, we can talk about this backwards and forwards. Uh, Clearly between you and I, uh, you would be, as you've said already, you'd be the person that says, hey, I'm not a morning person. I would say I'm a morning person. I love to get up early in the morning and get things done. So yeah, we can debate whether we are made differently. And that's not the subject here. What we really want to leave with our listeners is this. If you are serious about growing, you need a morning routine. It has been proven. You can Google it for yourself. Almost every successful person has some form of routine. So what we are trying to do is to just simply challenge you and say, hey, this is your wake up call. Get your routine right and you will begin to grow. So there are a number of things that uh, I want to say before we go into what a morning routine would look like. As we were talking about taking ownership of your deepermost. Uh, being, I, I was reminded of scripture, you know, we people of, of the word and, and David says, early in the morning will I seek you. And that is a key. If you can dedicate your early morning um, hours to something that is productive. I promise you, you are setting the tone for the rest of the day. And you know, in our organization and in our church, we believe in that concept. What you do with the first determines what happens with the rest. And so why waste the first hours of your day and hope to catch up a little bit later?
1: Look, I am not saying that I've perfected this whole morning routine thing. Um, There are some days that I still really struggle, but I'm making an effort. And on those days where I have put in a conscious effort to get up on time and to make sure that I have, you said we're going to get into the details later, but to make sure that I put some of those things in place. I can just sense that I'm so much more focused that I have allowed God to really come into my time and into my day and just to set the tone for the day. And now I kind of have on on both sides, I know what it's like to not do that and my days are not as great. But now that I'm intentional about spending that time in the morning, I'm actually like, wow, I feel so much more focused. I feel ready to take on the day and just like, wow, I can do anything because I'm prepared.
0: Yeah. And here's the thing we are using the word routine deliberately, Robs. The thing is, a routine requires effort. It takes time to be established and to be set. Growth is a process. And if you are intentional about growing, you need some form of process. And we are saying the best way to begin to grow intentionally is to use your mornings effectively you need a routine to grow. Even uh, athletes, you know, I love to use uh, tennis as, a, as an example. Right now, Wimbledon is on and um, I you look at someone like Federer hitting that uh, tennis ball with his, you know, backhand and you're like, wow, how does he do that? I promise you, he was not born swinging the racket like that. It was a routine that got him to do that effectively all the time. So, Sometimes these routines will be boring. I think you said you you have not yet perfected it. But the thing is, as long as the routine is in place, it is going to get better and better. And that's what I want to say to you. Maybe you are listening to us and you're already thinking, nah, this podcast is not for me. I am not a morning person. You can start and... If you stay true to the process, you will develop an effective routine.
1: Yeah. And I think an important part of this as well is that you need to, especially if this is something that you struggle with and you are wanting to get there, but you don't quite know how, you need to be accountable to someone. And so, um, you know, you challenged a whole bunch of us sitting around the table um, to to do this. So what would you say, like, where do you see us being right now? Um, You know, have you seen progress? Um, Would you say that we are making a conscious effort and and maybe you know like i said some days we we're doing better than others but what would you say to the person that is making an effort but is not quite there yet that is still struggling
0: obviously the first thing is keep trying you know you want to keep doing the same thing until you get it right but here's the thing most people don't make the effort period it's okay to hear about morning routines and i think for us the moment we spoke about it the next couple of days you kind of see people a little bit fresh in the morning and uh it's like okay we spoke about it yesterday so i'm gonna try and be uh present at work uh not tired but how many of us have sustained it for the whole month that's a different question and i'm I'm sure we're going to evaluate this as we approach the next growth week for us as a team But the reality is, unless you take it serious and begin to make a a daily effort on working and developing the routine, it's not going to help you. It's going to be, oh, well, I didn't see any significant change. It doesn't make a difference in my life. Here's the thing. It makes a difference if you stick to the routine.
1: And I think that, you know, we've heard it said many times, I'm not sure of the exact number, but um, it takes 90 days, I think, to form a habit. And so this is not something that you will perfect in a week or even in a month. It's going to take three months or more for you to actually get this as a part of your life for it just not to be something that you just like a pie in the sky, but you have to be intentional for up to 90 days to make this a part of your life.
0: So you have just set the, the benchmark after 90 days, I'm going to be having the same conversation with our team and find out who has pushed through at least to 90 days and see what has it made in your life. So yeah, let's keep working on these routines.
1: Let's do it. So tell us now about how we can work on creating a morning routine, an effective morning routine.
0: The key is find stuff that you can do in the morning that energizes you, that enables you to maximize your full Um, brain power energy while you still have it in fact the bible says seek first the kingdom of god and when i think of that i remember i once did a, a, a talk around putting first things first and i said the thing that i love about working in the morning is i get to put the things that matter the most in my life before the day happens you know i'm more in charge of the day so My routine allows me to do the things that I believe are most important in my life first. Mm. So that if anything happens, uh, if the sun doesn't shine, I've already done what I'm supposed to do. And I can go out there and know that I'm going to be productive because I did what was important. So let's look at some of the things that we could do. I suggested to the team that we need to develop what I called a power Do you remember what the power hours are all about?
1: Yes. So the power hour, you suggested five things to do in one hour. And that was number one, to read. Number two, to write. Number three, to plan. Number four, to pray. And number five, to exercise and so those are all really um, good activities to incorporate into your power hours so shall we go into um, a bit of detail on each one of those
0: sure but before we do that it was important I use the analogy of charging your phone you know um, I've got this fast charging thing that I just put my phone in, in most times in an hour it's fully charged and I was saying if you had one hour to charge yourself for the day what would you do in that hour? And then we suggested these five things. So the power hour is you powering up yourself, you uh, recharging your cells and your batteries so that you can face the day more effectively. And I, su- I suggested that you need to start by reading. If you're not reading, you're not growing. Reading is important, extremely important. You cannot be serious about growth and not be serious about reading. And I know we kind of got some people talking around this because we've got a few people that like uh, I'm not a reader what do you have to say about this I know you enjoy reading
1: yeah well I love reading so I, I'm I'm always reading something but I think it's not just about taking on like a thick book of you know a thousand pages but really just to even if you read a portion of scripture That's good. if you read um, uh, you know technology today has made it so easy and accessible to just read something so whether you're reading a devotional on the you version bible app or whatever just read something um it doesn't have to be long it can be a paragraph just get something i think the the thing about reading is that it's input yeah you are actually plugging something into yourself so into your brain you are getting your mind going your thoughts flowing so just to focus on that and to be like hey this is actually going to add something to my day this is going to add something to my life even and that's important so just read something
0: After reading, we spoke about writing. And here's what I want to say. It's one thing to receive input. It's another to personalize that input. And writing, I learned this from John Maxwell. John Maxwell says that if you're not writing, your thoughts are not organized. Mm. Writing gives you the um, opportunity to organize the information you have in your mind. Mm. So when I read something and I write Something down. I'm now beginning to personalize it, to process what I've been reading and personalize it so that it becomes mine. And I think we used it as an example. I I don't know, somebody around the table had uh, read something in the morning, but they could not quite articulate it. And I said, had you written that thing down? If you had to share it with somebody else, you're going to be precise to the point because your thoughts are organized. And I've realized in my life, writing things down makes a big difference.
1: Because mm. I think, you know, when you read something and it touches you, there's a reason why it just you know, sparked something in your heart. And so when you're able to articulate it in your own words and write it down, it's just so much more memorable. You can bring it out clearly to someone else. This has been a challenging side for me though, as well. I've never been one to journal. I've never been one to write. But again, um, I challenged myself before, um, you know, we spoke in the first episode of the studies that I was doing. It was a personal challenge in my own growth to start writing. And so literally I would just start writing three, lines a day just on whatever I was focusing on in that day and um, it's made such a huge difference because I can actually now um, pinpoint where I can see growth happening because of just writing those three lines and now that I'm I think two months, three months into doing it, I'm starting to enjoy it and it no longer feels like a task like work. It's like, hey, I actually want to write because I can see the effect that it's having in my life.
0: Great. So writing immediately becomes a way of holding yourself accountable. The days that you don't write, you know that you did not read and we said reading is important for growth. Whatever you read, write something about it and then that brings us to number three, which is Planning. Planning comes after writing because it gives you an opportunity to now arrange your day based on whatever input you have received for the day. For me, in the morning, I prefer to read my Bible. That's my personal preference. I I prefer to read something that energizes my spirit. But then I allow that input to affect how I uh, plan the rest of the day so it's important every single morning for you to make time to plan if you knew what you needed to do with your time for the rest of the day you're going to grow yeah Yeah.
1: so i think the next one was to pray and i love this one because i see it as an opportunity to invite god into your day to in- invite god in number one actually into that space of just saying, hey, God, I'm prioritizing you during my power hours. So it's almost like a dependence of, um, you know, earlier we said the power hours, like plugging in yeah. and recharging yourself. So it's almost like to say, hey, God, I'm dependent on you to give me um just the strength for today, the grace for today and just the power that I need to make it through. And so I love just that whole aspect of, you know, invite God into that moment and then he will be present throughout the rest of your day as well. And so for me, that that's really just a, a time to be like, hey, God. Um, I'm acknowledging you right now and I just want you to be a part of my day.
0: Great. If if you did them in that order, praying becomes effective after you have some form of input, be it the scriptures that you read, a book that you read, a thought that has challenged you, uh, you've written it down, you've planned your day, your prayer time becomes effective because now you can pray those things through. I've heard many Christians say, I cannot pray for five minutes. I cannot pray for 20 minutes. It's because we don't know what to pray. We have, we're not uh, constructing our prayer time effectively. And so I like what you said, inviting God is the key. But then you, after you've invited God, you can actually tell God what you're planning to do in the day and say, God, hey, here's the plan. I've got this project today or I have to meet so-and-so today. What would you want me to do or how would you want me to go about whatever it is and it automatically becomes more effective and it'll force you to grow yeah
1: yeah that's good so pastor j the last one which honestly <laughs> has been probably the biggest challenge for me to be honest especially because it's winter now yeah oh here comes the excuses as you can hear <laughs> it's winter now but exercise and i think i've really admired you in the past for how faithful you've been in in exercising but why is it important to get our bodies moving during a power hour
0: Here's the thing. It's also a proven fact. People who exercise or are fit, they are more productive. If you get up in the morning and you don't have energy and you're drained, you're tired, you are not going to be productive. So if you want to grow, it's not just about the fitness, which is good for you. I think most of us, uh, I'm forced to be uh, more faithful because I kind of want to try and, you know, maintain some form of shape, you know. (laughs) But... The reality is my mind works better when I am um, active. And so um, exercising is very, very important. Yeah, I think even now the winter excuse is coming out, but you can do small things. Remember, this is within an hour. I, I sometimes run for a whole hour. But if you decided to introduce these five things into your morning routine, uh, you, have ju- you need just about 12 minutes of, of doing any one of these things which means you only need to exercise for 12 minutes and a simple workout you know there are all these apps we can use to just give us a simple workout to get the blood, the heart pumping blood running flowing and then you'll be more productive
1: yeah and i think it's a it's a lot more Um, just comforting, I think, to hear that you can just give 12 minutes to each of these things. Because often, I don't know about anyone else listening, but I've been this person where I'm like, okay, if I need to read, I need to read for an hour and then I need to write for whatever or plan or pray or whatever. But the thing is, it's just to give 12 minutes. It's not that much. Just give 12 minutes to that something. And so the the next thing um, that I want to ask on this is, do we have to do these in a particular order?
0: Well, you know, I, I had a little bit of a bias around the table and I said I wanted you to read first, get some input and then write and then plan, pray. But the reality is as long as you have a routine that works for you, you don't have to follow my routine, but you need to create some form of routine. And you said um, you in the morning you're like a zombie, but you then quickly corrected yourself and said, if I exercised first, Then I'll be able to do the other things. So for you, the routine starts with exercise. You are now awake and you can now give your full attention to the rest of the things. So you you make it work for you.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because, you know, uh, for those who do struggle to wake up in the mornings, if you had to start reading first thing, you'd probably fall back asleep. (laughs) So, you know, do something that the first thing you do, I would say, just do something that's going to get you just to wake up. Okay, so before we end off this podcast, um, is there anything else that you would like to add on morning routines?
0: I cannot overemphasize the fact that routines are important. And if you're really serious about growing, I want to encourage you start tomorrow, develop a morning routine, write the two, the three, write down something that you're going to do faithfully and hold yourself accountable to it every single day uh, one of the things that i challenged our team somebody on our team and i say that you know what don't wake up to an alarm don't be alarmed every morning and i think we've got so many people who just wake up and they on the go they run running they're always like chasing something because they were alarmed early in the morning wake up intentionally on purpose do what you need to do and then your day will be more productive
1: Yeah. So just to end off, I think the important thing for you listening right now, you know, you're here, you're listening to this because you want to grow, you are being intentional about growing. And so Step one is just start, just start. And maybe even 12 minutes seems like a lot to give to one of those tasks. But I promise you, even if you just start by giving five minutes, that's already better than giving nothing. So I want to say to you, just start. And yes, there are some days where you might not make it. But if you are intentional and you have the goal in mind, it's going to be so helpful for, for you to Yeah, for this whole growth journey. And so I want to end off by reading Philippians 3 verse 12. It says, I'm not saying that I have this all together, that I have made it. But I am well on my way, reaching out for Christ who has so wondrously reached out for me friends don't get me wrong by no means do i count myself an expert in all this but i've got my eye on the goal i'm off and running and i'm not turning back and so that is my encouragement for you guys today just keep going don't give up and you will keep growing
0: Yes, thank you for that encouragement, Robin. And to all our listeners out there, if you enjoyed this conversation, please share it with a friend and subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss any of our intentional growth content. We still have two more episodes for you this month. So until tomorrow, just keep growing.